Wolf and Luke. Who are you? Uh, okay, then. Ron Wolfley. Ron Wolfley. What is up? <laughs> Witchbuster. Extraordinaire. Love that guy. Luke Lipinski. Yay. Wolf and Luke. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Live from the Auction Community Studios on this Monday morning, it is the Wolf and Luke Show. I'm Luke. Wolf, what's going on over there? How you doing, Luke? Doing good. Just sprinted out to the car and back in the last two minutes, so it sounds like That's I'm... That's why you're breathing heavy. Is that what it is? Really fired up for the show. Um, as you heard in the update right there with Sarah Cazell, reports are that the Cardinals are moving on from head coach Cliff Kingsbury. We don't know the specifics yet. If that was, I would assume Cliff didn't resign, but I don't know if it was like a mutual thing. If the Cardinals have just decided, okay, 4-13 and and the way this season played out is just unacceptable. Um, if it's just, hey, here we go. We finally got through this season Now's the chance to turn things around, and you can do it quickly in the NFL. Wolf, just your initial thoughts on this. Yeah, you know, honestly, uh, as I'm consuming all of this right now, I just think it was an answer to a simple question. And the the question the Arizona Cardinals, I think, asked was, is Cliff Kingsbury the guy to fix Kyler Murray going forward? That, that, I think, cuts through all the clutter, all the stuff that is out there, both good and bad, all that is surrounding Cliff Kingsbury and this decision. It was, do you believe that he can take Kyler Murray to the next level? And if the answer was yes, you're going to keep Cliff Kingsbury. If the answer is no, you're going to let Cliff Kingsbury go. And I think that's what happened. And the people that know that best are the people inside the organization, inside that front office. The The answer had to be no. We don't think he could take Kyler Murray to that next level. Because right now, this franchise, it's all about Kyler Murray and his $230 million contract and what you're going to do to get him right going forward. Well, yeah, and you know, just to build on that, it doesn't even matter if it's more Kyler Murray's quote fault or Cliff's fault. If those two can't, if they're not on the same page, or if the franchise looks and said, you know what, we're going to go into next year. Kyler's hurt, but eventually we're going to get him back. We just paid this guy a quarter of a billion dollars. It's all built around Kyler Murray. Even if they look at the situation and they say, you know what, this might not be Cliff's fault. This might be more of a Kyler issue. It doesn't really matter because you are tied to Kyler Murray for years and years and years. So you have to bring in somebody that can get through to him. So that's it. I mean, you, I think you just said it right there. Everything else is kind yeah, of secondary. It is. It's there's and there's, it's complicated. There's a bunch of different ways to look at it, but the biggest thing is, can you get more out of Kyler Murray? Because if you can't, you are stuck for the next five years. No, exactly. And I think that was the deciding factor right there. Um, once again, I know that Cliff Kingsbury's been dealing dealing with an awful lot of stuff. The distractions have been legendary, I, and I mean that in a very um, bothered kind of way. Because once again, I, I know what it's like to be with a coach. I know what it's like to be in a culture where the coach truly believe that you have to limit distractions. You can't have them in your locker room. And 
the the Arizona Cardinals in that locker room, I really feel for the players that were inside that locker room because of all the distractions that happened this year, like I've never seen before in all my years of being around the National Football League. I've never seen a football team that had to deal with so much. Now, once again, you know what? As football players, we're like, hey, it walk through it, dude. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is that you face, walk through it. And it's easier said than done. Well, you know, we were on with Bickley and Murata doing the crosstalk when the news broke, and we were both kind of looking at different ways this may play out. And and I really do like the Kyle Vandenbosch quote from earlier this morning that now ultimately we already have the answer, so we don't have to speculate, certainly. But one thing he said was if you're if you're gonna run this back this year, you better you better set a moment aside to explain to your fans why and, and what's going to be different and how it's going to be different. I still think on some level that applies. Now, if you go out there and hire Sean Payton, I don't think you have to explain it. But I, I don't think Cliff Kingsbury was the entire problem. Now, maybe he wasn't the answer. And you don't have to, if you run an NFL team, you don't have to keep a guy just because he's not the problem. You right. need an answer. But if the thought is just, well, we got rid of Cliff, everything's solved, like, and it's not going to be that way because they have so many free agents. They have guys retiring. They have guys that they're going to probably trade, I'm sure. It sounds like they're going to switch GMs, too. But if the thought was just, well, we got rid of Cliff, everything's fine, you're going to be in the same position next year. Yeah. So you have to follow through on this now. No, you, you, you really do, obviously. And once again, things are going to change, of course. Uh, who's going to be their next head coach? I do not know. But there is going to be a a huge paradigm shift inside of this organization in terms of the culture and where you're going to go. Um, I do believe that whoever the first coach is that you're going to bring in here, the next coach, I should say, as a head coach, he's got to be the alpha in the room. That's number one. It's something that I think broke down here. It can't be a pure coach situation. And that's exactly what Cliff Kingsbury was. It was more of a pure situation with Kyle. Murray, we all know that. Cliff said it himself, and I think ultimately that may have been one of the deciding factors for the Cardinals going forward, because again, it's about Luke. Can you reach Kyler Murray? You know, the the old saying, you've got to reach somebody before you can teach somebody. And... Cliff Kingsbury brought Kyler Murray along from his rookie season to his second year in the league and his third year in the league. There's no doubt about it. Kyler Murray was getting better until this, his fourth year in the league. Now, there could have been a lot of reasons as to why Kyler Murray regressed in his fourth year in the league, but... Um, ultimately, it comes down to whether or not you believe that Cliff Kingsbury is the guy to take Kyler Murray to the next level or not. That's the decision Michael Bidwell had to make. That's the decision the Cardinals inside that organization had to make. That is the question you have to answer, period. Do you believe he's the guy to get him to the next level? Because, again, if the answer is no, this is what you could have expected. They're moving away from Cliff Kingsbury. Where were we a year ago at this point 
week 18 going into the playoffs, right? A week away from the Cardinals playing the Rams on Monday Night Football to start the playoffs. And, and look, it's not like there weren't already signs of a slide last year going into the playoffs. They were 1-4 to close out the season. But a much different world a year ago around the Cardinals because Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime hadn't even been given their five-year extensions yet. That came after the playoff loss. So you can tell that Michael Bidwell is not happy with the way the season played out. And he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. This this season was an absolute mess. Again, it's not all Cliff Kingsbury's fault. Just moving on from him doesn't solve that. But to your point, if they looked at him and they were like, can you can you be the answer? Your only way out of this is Kyler Murray taking the next step. Now, you're right. Cliff helped him evolve for three years. This year, he, didn't, he, he just kind of leveled off or even took a step back. Kyler did. But that might have been the injuries, the pieces around him. Some of this has to fall on Kyler, too. But you can't move on and, from Kyler. You know, once again, I really don't know, Basinonians. I do not know... Um, if this is accurate or not, I really don't. I'm not speculating. I'm just thinking about this situation. And I've been talking about it for over a couple of years right now, maybe even longer than that, about evolving this offense and where this offense needs to go. And maybe maybe that is it as well. Maybe it's a situation where... Um, the the management and Michael Bidwell did not think that Cliff Kingsbury was the guy. Arizona Sports breaking news. All right. So, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, Cardinals GM Steve Kime is out as well. He's stepping down to focus on his health, and so now Arizona needs a new head coach and new GM officially. Wow. So, what is this? Fifteen minutes. Breaking news every 15 minutes? Is that what we're doing today? I don't know what else there I mean, be Adam Schefter did say this morning on first take that Michael Bidwell is going to shake things up, and I think this is shaking things oh, up. He is, uh, he's doing it. All right. When we come back, how did the Cardinals get to this point, 4-13, and 13, and now without a coach or a GM? Big Red Reacts is next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Love you, bro. Love you. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right, busy morning as you would expect for the Arizona Cardinals. Cliff Kingsbury is out. Steve Kime is out. Cardinals lost yesterday to 38-13, so right now, let's get into Big Red Reacts. Wolf and Luke, Big Red Reacts. Reaction to yesterday's Cardinals game, brought to you by Wicopa Casino Resort, where world-class action meets Ford Diamond Splendor. All right, Wolf, I think we all agree there's really no point in going through yesterday's game at this point. There's plenty of other stuff to uh, to react to in Big Red Reacts. Every national show right now, all they're talking about is the Cardinals. And so here we are. You know, you just you gave your, your, your coach and your GM five-year extensions that had not even kicked in yet less than 12 months ago. And today the Cardinals decide to move on from both of them. The specifics is as far as like, oh, did they fire Cliff? I'm looking at the Ian Rappaport stuff. He says, okay, you know, the Cardinals fired Cliff Kingsbury. And then a few minutes later, yeah, you know, he, he quote tweets himself and says, you know, Cliff was never walking away, but this feels like more of a mutual thing uh, than anything. Uh, it, w- it wasn't working for either side. There's probably some peace now. We don't know the details of that yet because that just happened in the last 20 minutes. But the bottom line is they don't have a coach or a GM now. 
Yeah, you know, and once again, uh, in regard to whether it was a mutual thing or not, uh, I honestly don't care. Now, I know that the parties involved, they do care. Um, I'm sure, as a matter of fact, the lawyers that are involved, they do care, whether it's a firing or it's a, it was a mutual agreement to separate. I, I have no idea. It really doesn't change anything to me. Um, Cliff Kingsbury in the Cliff Kingsbury era apparently is over with the Arizona Cardinals, and so is Steve. This is Ian Rappaport from NFL Now, just in the last couple minutes. One year after Cliff Kingsbury signed a big-time, multi-year extension, he has been fired by owner Michael Bidwell. A frustrating year in Arizona, to be sure. And while this is a firing, in other words, Cliff Kingsbury gets to keep all the money left on his contract, I I would describe this, Tom, as a little more of a mutual parting. Cliff Kingsbury did not seem like he was having very much fun in Arizona this year. It was a struggle all the way through from the on-field result to the relationship with Kyler Murray, the quarterback, to all sorts of turnover on his coaching staff. And of course, there's the fate of general manager uh, Steve Keim, who took a health-related leave of absence. And this one, I would say for owner Michael Bidwell, uh, starting over makes a lot of sense. Now, Tom, I I know that they're obviously going to do a search here, but I would not be surprised if Vance Joseph emerges as a prime candidate here, just considering the way this is going. On and and you know certainly as respected as he is in the building. All right, so we're going to get into that in a, in a couple minutes as far as what they do next, but still just kind of dealing with, I don't want to say shock, because I think a lot of us expected that this is kind of where it was going, partially because of what Ian Rappaport just said there, Wolf. When we were on with Bickley and Rada this morning, we were on for that last segment, and the news broke about halfway through that last segment, and Vince asked us both, you know, what do you, what do you think is going to happen? And my response was, I think they are going to mutually part ways, or there's going to be some sort of statement like that, because... Cliff Kingsbury did look very burned out, and and I, I've been saying this for five weeks, and I'll continue to say it, not that they should have kept him, but I don't think this was anywhere near all his fault. So I would hope internally they aren't looking at it like that, like, oh, we got rid of the guy that was all the problems, I, and I don't think they are. I, I think Michael Bidwell looked around and was like, I'm not doing another season like this, and he probably looked at the end of last season where they went 1-5, and five, and he's like, okay, so what are we, 5-18 and 18 in our last 23 games? Yeah. I mean, there are teams like Jacksonville that were last place last year that won their division. They're in the playoffs this year. You, you can't really wait around in the NFL. Yeah, you, you really can't. Oh, man, I, my, my head is kind of spinning right now with all the news that is coming down, Basinonians, and change change is ahead for the Arizona Cardinals and man I think about what that change could possibly be uh, I I think of culture immediately I, I think of of culture and what that means and the culture of the Arizona Cardinals was that one of the reasons why they let Cliff Kingsbury go I do not know um, I do know this once again it comes down to the bottom line of saying can Cliff Kingsbury take Kyler Murray to the next level I I hate to continue to repeat myself, but I think it's that simple. It was that simple of a question. Can you do this? And I have to wonder, Luke, and, and I'm wondering aloud here live on the air, so forgive me, Basonians, for doing this, but I have to wonder if, in fact, that was a question they asked Cliff, and if, in fact, Cliff just did not want to answer that question in regard to evolving a new offense. 
Is he capable? I thought he was, based on the David Blau offense that we saw, right, two yeah, weeks ago. Not so much different. not so much yesterday, but two weeks ago, we saw it. We saw a, a combination of the old and the new. We saw a different kind of offense with David Blau as our quarterback, and that made me think that Cliff could indeed tailor an offense and evolve an offense. Um, maybe Cliff didn't feel like that was the answer for Kyler Murray. Maybe Cliff just felt like... Like, hey, listen, the offense, there's nothing wrong with the offense. Kyler has got to execute it better. Mm-hmm. That's what he's got to do. Maybe that's where the disagreement was. I, I, I do not know. Um, I just know, once again, um, Cliff Kingsbury has been fired. He's no longer going to be the Arizona Cardinals head coach, and that means there's a lot of people right now that um, – and their families that are thrown up in the air as well. Well, yeah, because we don't know what this means for the coaching staff just yet. And just to kind of reset where everything was supposed to go today, there was supposed to be a staff meeting at noon. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury was actually supposed to still join us here at 145 today. Now he's not going to now. But that was the plan an hour ago. Cliff Kingsbury was going to address the media in general at 2 an hour ago. That's obviously not going to happen now either. But I, I do wonder... Who is going to address the media, if anybody, because this is the day after the season. It just ended for you, so I would assume, I mean, everybody has questions. What's up with Vance Joseph? Is Vance Joseph a candidate to be uh, the next head coach? Is is he going to lose his job? Like a lot of a lot of times the assistant coaches lose their job when the head coach uh, gets yeah. let go because the yeah. new guy comes in. So there, there's a lot of questions here. The Steve Kime angle on this as well as, as he's out also. So if you are in that camp where you're like, okay, go out there and get Sean Payton, then that's, you know, one of the, the holdups there was – he, is he going to want to bring in his own GM or be his own GM? Are you going to be willing to give him that much power? The thing I will say, uh, going back to just sort of the, the most basic level of all of this, I think why a lot of people freaked out last year when they gave Steve Keim and Cliff Kingsbury the extensions, remember the, the conversation was they haven't even extended Kyler yet. Yeah. And, and when they drafted Kyler in 20. 20- 18, 2019, um, the thought was, okay, it's it's Kimes back because he swung for the fences with Kyler and brought in and Cliff. And so those three are all tied together. Everybody knew if one of them was going to be the last one standing, it's always going to be the player unless he's just a total bust. And he's not a total bust. So no. here we are. No. Kyler's the last one standing. He's the last one standing. And again, I hate to continue to do this, but I, you're going to hear it a lot, Basin Onions. It's the truth. This was always a question of Kyler. That, that to me, was the only question you needed to ask of Cliff Kingsbury, basically, is do you think you can reach him and take him to the next level? Uh, I, I don't know what Cliff's answer was. I know that you have to ask yourself that. You know, do you believe that you could actually get Kyler Murray to that next level? But it cut through all the clutter. It really doesn't matter. That's the bottom line. And the NFL and the Arizona Cardinals and parting waves with a head coach, that always comes down to the bottom line. Can we make you better? Can you make your players better? Can you actually make your franchise quarterback who is being paid handsomely, can you take him to the next level or not? And that cuts through all the clutter and apparently... 
that conversation did not go well. Well, in last season, when the season ended, and I remember doing the Cardinals postgame show after the last game, you know, the conversation was, okay, have the Cardinals hit their ceiling? Is this as far as they can go with, with Cliff and Kyler or whatever? And that was frustrating, and I get that, but it was still an 11-win season, and you were in the playoffs. This season was four wins, so obviously something had to change. Now it seems like pretty much everything is uh, is changing. We come back. Okay, Cardinals don't have a coach now. They don't have a GM now. What should they do in terms of a coaching search? We'll get into that next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. In case you are just joining us, the Cardinals have already made the decision here on Black Monday to part ways with head coach Cliff Kingsbury and general manager Steve Keim. You know, the semantics of whose decision it was or this or that, I guess, isn't official. Michael Bidwell is supposed to talk to the media at 2, so we'll get some more clarification there. Uh, but the official, I guess, and this isn't official, but this is the reporting from Ian Rappaport and Adam Schefter and everybody uh, has Cliff as being fired, although Ian Rappaport, we just played you the audio, sort of doubled back and also said this kind of felt more mutual than anything else. Um, we can get into what the future potentially holds for Cliff Kingsbury in a second, because I do think that's a... Uh, I think that's a fascinating conversation, but it's it's not at the front of Cardinals fans' minds right now. The front of Cardinals fans' minds right now, Wolf, is Sean Payton's out there. Jim Harbaugh might be out there. There's a lot of coaches out there, and I'm sure everybody wants Payton or Harbaugh. You may not get them. I'm sure a lot of Cardinals fans have, have their own like personal choice. Oh, I want whoever from Demeco Ryans, or I want Eric Bieniemy or I want whoever, uh, but... Now the Cardinals are in that market. There's not speculation anymore. They are in the market, and they're in an arms race with a lot of other teams that are looking for a coach. Yeah, I think you're right about that. You know, honestly, if you're asking me what would be the best way to do I mean, Sean Payton, is is that really a possibility? Is the Sean Payton possibility truly out there? Is that legit? I think it's a lot. To me personally, it is a lot more of a possibility now than it was three or four weeks ago. Because every fan base three or four weeks ago was like, ah, I don't like where our team's going. Let's just blow everything up right. and bring in Sean Payton. Yeah. So everybody says that. My hesitation then was, and it wasn't a hesitation like I don't want Sean Payton. It was, I can't see the Cardinals moving on from Kime and Cliff after they yes. just gave him those extensions. Right. It's also got to be Kime. That's exactly right. Well, they have moved on from both of they them. They have moved so on. So the door is open for Sean so Payton. So the, the door is open for Sean Payton right now. And if that's what you're going to do, you know, I would take that deal every day, all day, of course, if you told me that is the way they're going to go with Sean yeah. Payton. And it's because the guy, the guy is an awesome football mind. And knowing Payton would also want those general manager responsibilities as well. Uh, he could actually grow in season, I think, A-Dub and Quentin Harris for a few more years before these men become general managers themselves because that day is coming. It truly is at some point. So um, I think it'd be a slam dunk all the way around. Um yeah, Sean Payton would be fantastic if that is legitimate. I just don't know if it is. Well, I mean, that's that's everybody's first choice, I would guess. I don't think there's a lot of teams out there that are looking for a coach right now that are like, yeah, well, you know, we could take it or leave it with Sean Payton. We were already hearing the stuff yesterday that the Broncos were already talking to the Saints about Sean Payton. 
that is a team that was embarrassed this season and is not um, not going to sit back either. They've already moved on. They moved on a few weeks ago, and they're already actively pursuing Sean Payton. You know, I think you have to still keep in the conversation a team like Dallas or the Chargers that they go out there and melt down in the first round of the playoffs, too. Yeah. yeah no, you're right. Uh, you know, in regard to Payton, though, once again, the only real negative in hiring Sean Payton, I think, it's a big one, and it's is Kyler having to learn the offense without repping it out on the, the field? And how far is that going to push him back in his recovery? How far is that going to push him back even more? That's the question you've got to ask because, once again, you've got a new system, you've got a new offense with new terminology, and you got a quarterback that can't go out and experience it on the field, can't wrap it out this offseason on the field. So now, instead of looking at September and saying September is going to be when Kyler Murray's going to come back, um, are you really going to run him out there when he's physically ready to go but really hasn't had any live reps? with the offense. It's going to delay I would imagine his return. That's all I'm saying. I think the hiring or or how how they proceed now is going to give us a glimpse into what they see next season as because the Kyler Murray injury, it's it's like you're building this like 10,000-piece puzzle. And you get to that point in the season, you're like, I'm not even sure we have all the pieces, but we're getting close. The Kyler Murray injury was somebody coming in and just flipping the table over. Because anything that you thought you might have as a plan a few weeks ago when he gets hurt, yep. it's like, it's exactly what you just said. For me, it's like, sorry, Kyler, you're going to have to learn the offense and there's going to be some growing pains because I'm I'm hiring this next coach and all my questions to this coach are, can you win with Kyler Murray? Yeah. But I'm not hiring the coach based entirely on if Kyler Murray's comfortable. You know what I mean? I, it, if it's going to be a guy like Sean Payton or Jim Harbaugh or somebody that the organization feels very strongly, this is the guy. Kyler's going to have to deal. He's going to have to learn a new offense. He may have to be uncomfortable for a while. The injury obviously makes it more complicated. But let's not pretend that the questions to this coach in the interview process are don't circle around how are you going to handle Kyler yeah. Murray? Because he's here. And, and I'm not saying, Luke, that that would preclude the Arizona Cardinals no. or me even if I were in a situation where I was making that hire, where it would preclude me from actually hiring Sean Payton. But it's a complication. I'm not saying that, but it is a complication. It is a negative in something you have to consider. Yeah, uh, you know, it's it's Sean Payton, it's Jim Harbaugh. There's a few other names that are going to start to surface and trying to just kind of get a, a reset of the list of teams that are actually looking for head I, coaches. I honestly don't think it's going to be Jim Harbaugh. I, I just, well, I'm even talking throwing about names Jim that Harbaugh. are out there for other teams, I, I, too. I will promise you right now, Kyler Murray and Jim Harbaugh, I think, would, would be oil and <laughs> that water. That would be fun to watch. That though. would be oil <laughs> be really and water. Hard Knocks would be begging once again to <laughs> somehow be in that locker room. I, I just don't see that ever happening. Uh, if I'm, unless I'm forgetting somebody, officially the teams looking for coaches right now are the Colts, the Texans who fired Lovey Smith yesterday, the Broncos, the Panthers, and the Arizona Cardinals. Right now, those are the five teams that are like officially looking for coaches. Now, it, it's not just hey, the Cardinals fired their coach, so Black Monday's over. Like other teams could still fire theirs. Um, I do think it's. Do I think Dallas is going to fire Mike McCarthy? No. 
their performance yesterday was embarrassing, and they've had a few of those. And if they go out there and have another one in the first round against Tampa Bay, then and Sean Payton's like, "Hey, I'll come to Dallas." Then I think that that's that's a factor. Just simply, if you're if you're looking at this through the lens of can we get Sean Payton? But um, right now, you're up against four other teams that's for whatever great, coach you I mean, want. Just hearing you say that right there, it's been rumored for the longest time. Rumored since last Sean year, Payton, exactly <laughs> was going to be the Dallas Cowboys' next head coach, and of course, then they go out and have the kind of season they have if they get booted from the playoffs you know what that's interesting i'm just right there. i'm just saying i know they have a good record uh, it's not like i think they would fire mccarthy and be like okay we got to find a coach but if they really you know jerry jones has that sense of urgency all the time anyway it sounds like according to people you talk to over there this year he has it even more than ever they may go out there and handle Tampa. They should. They also should have handled the commanders with Sam Howell at quarterback yesterday, and they, they did not do that. So you never know what the Cowboys are. Right, text us your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. We come back. What's next for the Cardinals? We will get the thoughts of former NFL defensive end Kyle Vandenbosch. He will join us to break down the news from this morning. Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kine both out. That's next. It's Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Well, we figured today was probably going to be a big news day one way or the other. And it uh, it has already broken that the Cardinals are moving on from Cliff Kingsbury and from Steve Keim. Details still to emerge on some of that stuff. Michael Bidwell is supposed to address the media later on today. We are going to talk to Lorenzo Alexander, Paul Calvisi, Darren Urban, Dave Pass. They're all going to join us here in the uh, the coming hours to break down the uh, the decisions by the Cardinals. But right now joining us on the Arizona Sports Line is Kyle Vandenbosch. Uh, Kyle, thanks for the time. And I know you were just on the morning show a couple hours ago, but it was a different world then, I guess. Yeah, a lot, a lot can change in a short amount of time, especially on on Black Monday. Yeah, Kyle, just your overall reaction right now, different audience, of course. Just what is your reaction to the news of Cliff Kingsbury? Well, it's not completely unexpected. Look, um, with the way this season went, uh, changes had to be made. Um, you know, and as... As I said earlier, you, you know, the, the common theme, if you could take one theme from this season of the Arizona Cardinals, it's, it's self-inflicted wounds and shooting ourselves in the foot, which uh, basically to sum it up is, you know, a lack of discipline. And it didn't get better throughout the season. And it was something that kept coming up over and over and over. And, you know, again, when you're a team that is uh, two and six in one score games, which, uh, you know, is basically the story of the National Football League is how you execute down the stretch and how you execute in key moments. And, and the Cardinals, you know, consistently came up short, you know, and I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, that, this should be an indictment just on Coach Kingsbury or just on Steve Kahn and, and the roster assembled. Uh, there's no person, you know, in the organization that is absolved uh, for what happened this season. I think, um, you know, and, and I know, Wolf, you talk about this all the time. Um, this team needs a real culture. It needs a culture of discipline. Um, and that is something that I think that, you know, this team and this organization was lacking this season. It's it's the discipline um, that it takes to be a good team. 
Talking to Kyle Vanderbosch. Uh, Kyle, you, Kyle was on with uh, Bickley and Murata this morning. I was listening to that interview, and that was before this news came down, and, and they were asking you about you know how this team really didn't seem to quit on Cliff or the coaching staff, but then you pointed out, you, you go back and watch some of the All-22 plays, and there were plays where guys weren't necessarily going completely all out as you would expect in like a playoff game or something. The only reason I bring that up is one of the names that's being tossed out there is Vance Joseph. And, you know, Vance Joseph, I think, did a lot of things right this year, but he is also, fair or not, associated with everything that happened this year. If he were the head coach, how do you think players would respond to that, Kyle? Well, I think he's he's well-respected and well-liked uh, in the locker room and uh, by me as well. I think he's, I think he's a good coach. Um, and look... Um, effort of players is not just the responsibility of the coaching staff. You're a professional. You have a job to do and it is, you know, it might not be perfect execution. It might not be flawless, but at the very least, you go out there and give maximum effort regardless of the situation. And, you know, again, you know, it it wasn't glaring, but you can't say that the team continued to play the same regardless of the circumstances. There was let up. Um, You know, I can... I don't want to call out names. I know Wolf pointed one out after an interception um, by a player last night, and quite frankly, you know, uh, the first interception, you know, there was a lack of effort to get the ball carrier down as well. And look, you know, to me, um, and I've said this before, um, the, the players are not absolved. You know, your best players and the leaders in the locker room have to be your hardest workers and they have to be hold themselves to the highest standard and then everybody else will fall in line and I'm not sure that that's the culture that is is there right now with the Arizona Cardinals. You know, Kyle, you're saying the right words, man. You really are, because culture, 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 to me, it's so critical. And I know you're a big believer in culture as well. What would your culture include? What would you like to see for the Arizona Cardinals, regardless of who the next head coach is? What kind of culture would you like to see? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it starts with the discipline. Um, but, you know, for me, look, I, I, I would never last as a head coach in the NFL. But, you know, the, the game I knew and the game I loved, um, hard work brought you success. It's There's no shortcuts. There's no easy way. Um, you don't become a physical team by talking about it. You don't become a physical team by um, watching film. You don't become a physical team by, by having walkthroughs. You've got to practice physical. You've got to talk about it. You've got to, um, it has to be ingrained in every aspect of how you approach practice and and how you approach games. And, and, and you, you can't, you can't hide from it. I mean, the game of football, look, it, it changes and it evolves, but in the end, it's about, it's about hitting. It's about tackling. It's about blocking. And when, when you aren't doing those things well, you really stand no chance to have success in an NFL season. We're talking to Kyle Vandenbosch right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Kyle, the, uh, the other question here, there's a lot actually, but, but one of the big ones is going forward. How much, when you make a decision on who the next coach is going to be, do you have to account for your quarterback, who you just gave a quarter of a billion dollars to, but you also don't know when he can play again? It's got to be a big factor. I mean, 
Look, it, you know, it's been the story since Kyler Murray uh, was drafted by these Arizona Cardinals. This team will only go as far as he can take it, them. So you've got to find somebody that can get through to him, somebody um, that that he respects, somebody that has some credibility, that, that knows how to um, coach a, a quarterback with with Kyler Murray's skill set, somebody that can build an offensive game plan around what he does well, but also can fit him into what they believe um, you know a, a good offensive system is. So um, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know who that person is, um, but I, I think you know it's it's very it's vitally important that you know the next coaching hire is somebody that can get the most out of Kyler Murray because um you know this season didn't end when Kyler Murray was injured this season was already not going in the right direction when Kyler was at quarterback so um they they do have to find the right person that can get the most out of him because um you know when he's at the top of his game he plays at an elite level and the Cardinals offense is rolling. And it's, it seems like it's been forever since the, the offense was rolling because even when he was healthy, um, he wasn't playing his best football. So you've got to figure out how to get that out of him and how to get him back to that level and, and even take that next step. Yeah, you know, my New Year's resolution is never apologizing for being old school anymore. I'm <laughs> done doing that. I, I'm, I'm literally old school, and I am proud of it. Um, I do believe the next head coach that comes in here has got to be the alpha male in the room. Do you believe that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, look, uh, I respect Cliff Kingsbury immensely. So do I. And his coaching style works in certain places. It works in certain environments, in, in certain locker rooms. And it, it works, um, you know, it was heading in the right direction for up until about, you know, two-thirds of the way through last season. It can work. Um, but when things start to go bad and, you know, you're, you know, to me, one of the most telling moments was um, in Hard Knocks when Coach Kingsbury says, um, you know, I'm going to continue to treat you like men. Maybe it's a fault of mine. And, you know, which, you know, kind of reading between the lines is um, it's your job to be accountable to yourselves um, and he, to a degree absolve themselves from holding players accountable. I mean, to me, um, you know, treating players in the NFL like men is having the ability to get in their face, to correct them, to push the right buttons to get the most out of them. Um, it's not, um, you know, telling them what to do and leaving it completely up to them to do it. You, you've got to be able to um, push the right buttons in the locker room, and it can't always be just pleading for them to do the right thing. You've got to have a way of keeping every single player in that locker room accountable. Kyle, the uh, the fact, too, is is not only are the Cardinals switching coach, they're switching GM, they're switching a lot of players on this team. There's a lot of free agents. We, you know, we look around the NFL, I think it's 28 teams since 2003 have gone from worst to first. I mean, this is a league where you can turn it around quickly if you get the right guy in there. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, there's every year there's an example and, you know, that Jacksonville Jaguars had the worst record in the league last season and they're going to be hosting a, a playoff game next weekend. So um, it can happen and it can happen quickly. And um, but, you know, let's be clear. 
Uh, again, all the blame is not on the head coach. All the blame is not on the GM. There, you know, you can not leave any stone unturned in fixing this because changing a culture does not come from just changing a head coach. It doesn't come from words. Um, it, it has to be institutional. It has to be at every level of the organization. And, you know, probably most importantly, it has to come from the leaders in, in that locker room. And look, this – the Cardinals are not without leaders. There is plenty of examples and plenty of leaders in that locker room that do the right thing, that prepare the right way, that execute um, every single time they go out there on Sunday. So, um, you know, the pieces are there. The, the the bones of it are there. It's just filling in around it and, and getting every single player pointed in the right direction. And let's be clear. Um, with these changes, this is a rebuild. This is a full rebuild. So you need to identify which players are a part of that, which players are going to buy in and want to help build something from the ground up because, um, you know, this isn't just a matter of plugging in a new head coach or plugging in one or two free agents or getting, um, you know, an impact player at the number three pick. It's going to have to come from everybody and you're going to have to get the buy-in. Kyle, we appreciate the time, man. I know you had a busy morning. Thank you. Yeah, you got it, guys. Anytime. Good, bro. That's Kyle Vandenbosch joining us right there on the Arizona Sports Line. We come back. The Cardinals aren't just looking for a coach right now. They need a GM, too. So what's next? That's next. Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader.